Back in the 70s, the mantra for teens was peace and love. In the 80s, the mantra for most teen boys was skate or die. Flash forward 20 years, and what do our youths care about? What's the Wi-Fi password? Thank you for tuning into What's the Wi-Fi Password, a place where we have discussions about topics and issues that are relevant to the teens in our generation and how to point them towards the gospel. If you have any questions or would like to learn more about this podcast, please email Joshua Shively at joshuas at calvary.com. Yeah, so this whole shelter in place, I think one of the things I really miss is just like going and sitting at a restaurant, you know, just eating food, you know, I mean, a lot of restaurants are open, right? It's all to go. And that, which isn't bad. I mean, me and Erica love getting a burrito and going and sitting on the beach, you know, but like there's something about sitting at a restaurant, right? Um, actually the last restaurant I sat at was with you guys at, um, what was that place? The angry mushroom. What was that place called? Oh, the oh, wild plum. The wild plum. There you go. The wild plum. <laughs> <laughs> the angry mushroom. That should be a restaurant, though. Seriously, yeah. Uh, yeah. That sounds like Josh's old like tattoo parlor in Santa Cruz. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's good. Well, what what uh what restaurant are you guys kind of craving going and sitting at? Um, honestly, and I have gone takeout from here, but I really love the atmosphere of um El Vecchio's. It's an Italian restaurant at the border of PG and Monterey. And mm. I, the, I got takeout, but it just for sure wasn't the same once I got home. And I just love that whole place. I also love the Thai, Pacific Thai from MPG Thai mm. food. And I also like that atmosphere. It just feels like very casual and like friendly. And, um, but at, going back to El Vecchio, the ladies like know me. I don't know. That's often I've been there. So, yeah. <laughs> so I just love going there. And yeah, I'm Good. definitely going to go to eat both of those places once we can again. I hear you. Hey, what about you, Andy? Well, really quick to follow Josh's like intro. Yeah. Do you remember the last restaurant that you ate at before Shelter in Place began? Oh, um, oh my gosh. It was probably with you, yeah, the Wild Plum, I think. I I don't go to restaurants very often. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think that was probably the last place, but I'm not too sure. If mm-hmm. it comes to me, I'll say something. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm pretty confident that mine was Crema and PG. Mm-hmm. And I took... Uh, Gabe there for chicken and waffles. Oh, Gabe Taylor, you took him. Oh, that's right. Yeah, because it was supposed to be like, like, oh, you move in like two weeks, uh, and we had talked about chicken and waffles. And I wanted to take him out for lunch just to celebrate him and to uh, just have one last like great memory with him. Uh, I think that was the last Sunday that we had like Sunday church. Uh, and we went and got chicken and waffles together, and that was that's great food. We had a really good time. He like I don't know if swindled is the right word or manipulated or just like presumed that I was gonna take him to ice cream afterwards. <laughs> so I was like, yep, yeah, I'll do that, of course. Wow, 
He just, no, I mean, he just expected it, huh? I probably had like 500 grams of sugar in the afternoon. Wow. But in terms of what restaurant I'm looking forward to the most, there's two that come to mind. Uh, one is Ambrosia's. It's the Indian mm. buffet in Monterey. Um, good. It's real good. They're certainly not delivering to Salinas. I don't know if they're going to deliver to people in Monterey. Um, but it's all about the buffet at lunchtime of the butter chicken. That's the best thing there. Everything else there is good. But what I always do every time I go there of Austin or of Drew or whoever I take, I'll go through the line and get like a plate, like sampling everything and I'll eat it and I'll go back and I'll be like, yeah, but the butter chicken is the only thing I really want. I'll just get a plate of only that. Mm. Um, then the other restaurant is Yama Sushi at Domani Mall. <laughs> it's my favorite sushi place. And he's got such a list going right now. I know, just I like, know. <laughs> and I don't, I don't there no. is a sushi place in Salinas that delivers, but the idea of delivering sushi just like creeps me out. Like you're not supposed to do that. Yeah. <laughs> Josh, Honestly, I'm- I feel like we're all foodies, so yes, yeah. we could talk about food forever because we all enjoy good tasting food. Yeah, and all like a variety of foods. We're not very picky. None. I don't think none of us are very picky. Yeah. I miss, this is this is not a restaurant, but I miss picking up um, picking up Poke House and going to the church and eating lunch with. Jordan Mills and Chelsea Mills eating whatever like Chelsea prepared. Uh, Chris Adcox with his like Subway sandwich or like Jack in the Box, whatever he got. And then Bernard with whatever he prepared. I missed mm. those lunches in the fourth and fifth grade room. It's good stuff. Um, have you been to Monterey since Shelter in Place took place, Andy? Or you just like hang out in Salinas? I've been to Monterey a couple of times, but not hardly at all. Really? He's um, kind of chill over there, huh? Yeah, I mean, there's not hardly anything in Monterey that I need. It, like, if I'm not going to church to work. Have you been at the church at all? I actually haven't. I haven't had a need to go to the church since Shelter in Place started. Dude, that goes nuts. I would go insane. I think I would go absolutely nuts. Like, if I had to, like, not go somewhere and, like, just chill out, I, I would. I think I would. I don't know what I would do, but I would go nuts. Um, anyway. It's- it's not a, like, I can't go to Monterey. Like, I totally could. But, I mean, driving there, you're committing, like, an hour to drive there and back from my house. And it's a lot of gas. So there's really nothing, like, that I have to do in Monterey that I can't do in Salinas. Go to Marina to work. Um, but other than that, no, I'm in, I'm in Salinas mostly. Dang. I think it's interesting how people, different people have just kind of like taken like what shelter in place really means, you know, kind of the defining of it. We know, Josh, that you don't really take it for what it actually <laughs> means. <laughs> I try. I try. I just can't. Um, anyway, I, I think the one place I'm missing going and sitting down is probably, yeah, Poke or Poke Time uh, downtown in, on my house. Like that, I, I love their Poke there. I think it's so singing good. Um, so I'm not a big restaurant guy either. Like I don't like specifically like going and sitting at a restaurant. Um, but that place there, that's, that's what I'm missing. Um, all right. Well, <clears throat> you know, it being, being Wednesday, 
And, uh, you know, last night having youth group or in quotation marks, youth group and our, you know, kind of, uh, small groups and all that kind of stuff. We're talking about, um, we're talking about, we're talking about, um, devotions, right? Like morning devotional Mm -hmm. time. Yeah. Yes. The fun, good stuff. Do you guys enjoy morning devotionals? Is that something that you look forward to? Um, I'm no, not all the time. (laughs) It's a discipline I know I need in my life. I never walk away regretting the time that I spent in morning devotionals, but I don't always have the motivation or energy to be like, yes, let's get up and read my Bible and write. (laughs) And yeah, I'm never like, that's what I want to do right now. So yeah, I hear you. Yeah. I go through stretches. Um, like there's some seasons where I do really enjoy it. And I do really love getting into it. There's some seasons where I love it when I'm in the quiet time, but it's hard to start it. Um, that's usually in seasons where it's like I'm waking up early pretty much every day and they just reach the point where I'm like, you know what? That extra hour of sleep sounds more spiritual right now than a little Bible reading. <laughs> Um, then there's seasons where like, like Tate was sharing, it is just a discipline and it's it's like, I don't enjoy it, but it's, it's needed and it's good. And I'm trusting that like the Lord's going to use the time. It's good. Yeah. You know, it's, it's one of those things. I think I, I can't remember who like helped discipline me in it. You know, when I was young, when I was like 15, 16 years old, but I remember it was one of the first disciplines that I really like adopted in my Christian walk. You know, actually, I think it was more when I was in college, just like living on my own, um, living with a couple of guys, like getting out of the house, getting to a coffee shop, you know, or going to a coffee shop before school or something like that. Um, and just really starting to enjoy that time with, with God. Uh, Tate, it's funny. You said like, I never regret, but like, I, I know there's mornings, like I walk away from that devotional and Erica's like, like, why do you look like so mad? And it's like, because God is messing with me right now. Like God is like mm-hmm. breaking something. I don't want him to break right now or he's bending something. I don't want him to bend. I'm ticked about it. Um, right. But yeah, I, I do agree. It's, it is a discipline. It is a choice. And not that like it's more spiritual to read the Bible in the morning than the evening or your lunchtime. Um, but I think there is something. And, you know, here's Pastor Josh here uh, exhorting that I think there is something to getting up in the morning and reading the Bible and having time with God before the day begins. Um, I mean, just be, just in the fact, like before your day begins, you're kind of submitting yourself under God's authority and saying, God, what do you have for this day? What is your plan for this day? Um, and I want that before my plan. I want that before my, my kind of motive. Um, you know, I, I, I know in myself, like I'm a, I'm, I get into work mode and I go, right. It's just like, I put my nose down on the grind and it's like go time, um, to a fault at times. And so I know, when I have those times with the Lord and that's a consistent habit in my life, my days are so much more God's than mine, you know? Um, and just kind of continuing with this conversation, really it can, can be compared to, to Exodus chapter 16 when the children of Israel are given manna, um, this food from heaven and manna literally means like, what is it? Like, what is it? You know? And they describe it as like this honey type, like wafer. Um, I kind of see it as um, like angel food cake but like with all the protein and like nutrients you would need, you know, where angel food cake has like no nutrients you need. It's just good basically with strawberry and whipped cream on top of it. Um, but it's tasty. And so I kind of think it's like, it's like straight up like muscle builder protein, but like tastes like angel food cake and looks like it. 
But basically, God, you know, the children of Israel were like complaining about not having all that amazing food that they had in Egypt. And so God goes, okay, I'll give you manna. I'll give you this food from heaven. But there were like, there was like rules around it. You know, the children of Israel, they had to go out before the sun rose, right? Before the sun rose high. Um, and they had to gather just enough for their family for that day. The only day that they could, they could do more was the day before Sabbath, right? Um, if they did, if they got too much, the next day would be full of worms and all rotten and stink. Um, and if they, they waited too long, it would melt when the sun kind of came up, you know? And so this food from heaven can really be symbolized as like God's word and how it spiritually feeds us. You can't live off of one portion of manna for the entire week, just like you can't live off of, you know, spiritually off of one teaching a week. Like there has to be a devotional. It has to be this personal walk of you going out in the morning and kind of collecting that manna before the sunrise, before your day gets going. You got to make that choice and go like sit down and read God's word and go, okay, God, what do you have for me today? Um, I've always loved that. I've absolutely always loved that kind of comparison. And I don't know, it's always convicted me to try to make that a discipline in my life of just kind of sitting. And it can be a devotional, right? I know like Oswald Chambers, at most for his highest is one of my classic favorites. Um, or just like reading a Psalms, you know? Um, but yeah. Yeah, that's just kind of what I think. And, and I think getting a good dose of Old Testament, New Testament is important. Um, you know, right now I'm in Exodus and I'm in Mark. You know, it's just a good, good portion of reading God in the Old Testament and reading the New Covenant in Christ in the New Testament. So I don't know. What do you guys think about that? Yeah, I'd actually never heard uh, about the manna before, like explained in that way. And that is really interesting to think about because I think so many times the Old Testament like has so much to offer us in regards to disciplines and spirituality a lot of times looked over because we get to the New Testament and it's just like about understanding grace and your salvation and I think that's very important to understand but once you have that understanding of grace and salvation it's kind of like where do we go from here and that's why we've been talking about practices like worship and now devotional time and being in scripture. I think too, um, just when it comes to like getting it in the morning, I know I said this yesterday, but <clears throat> we really, it's, it's the time in the day when we can present the whole day before the Lord and ask his scripture to kind of guide us throughout the day. And it becomes our, our wisdom. And um, I posted this thing on my Instagram story period or pyramid it shows the bible being the foundation of that pyramid and then from there you build on your wisdom and without scripture and starting your day with that it's just really hard to know what to do and where you're going and to feel like a sense of purpose and so i feel like and also we just need to think about scripture for a moment like it's the book that it has lasted the test of time it's been around for thousands and thousands of years it's the most read book in the world um i mean there's just so much about it as a book it's it's the craziest stories are in that book um the, the like all different types of writing structures i was just talking to my friend's son he's like 12 years old i was like talking to him about poetry and all the different types of poetry that are found in just the bible alone it teaches you how to write narratives like there's so much to gain from just reading that book alone and I think that's why it's so important. It's, it's more than just scripture. 
Um, it's more than just a book and it's so worth our time. Um, so yeah, that's all I got to say. I don't want to keep rambling. Andy, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I, I totally agree. I think a daily like diet of scripture is absolutely crucial. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think of what more there is to say after what you guys shared. Um, do you think like, I have a question. So in seasons where, um, you are not understanding scripture, like what do you do? Because I feel like there's been times where I just choose to like not read or I walk away from reading. I'm like, I got nothing. Is, do you think it's still worth reading scripture if you come away thinking like that didn't make any sense and I didn't get anything from it? You know, I, one of the best nuggets of wisdom I've ever heard in my life came from Pastor Jeff. And we were doing like the, it was called the immersion school, the high school group used to do it a couple of years ago and Jeff would lead it. And one of the girls in the group asked really similar questions to that where she said, like, I feel like I read the Bible and, like, I get done. I don't really remember it. I don't really know, like, what I'm supposed to do with it, like, what it means. It's like, so is it good? Like, is it helpful if I don't remember, like, if I just forget what I read? And Jeff, like, looked at her and asked, like, what did you have for breakfast last month? And she, like, of course couldn't answer. And he was like, but it still benefited you. And it's this picture. It's like, oh, my gosh, that's incredible. It's like, yeah, sometimes we don't know what scripture means in the same way as you might have your breakfast, but not be able to explain like the process of like calories breaking down into fats, breaking down into like whatever it is that goes on. Uh, we'll have Luke or Drew on the podcast soon to be able to explain that process more fully and scientific, science, scientific scientifically. Um, but, you know, you might not know that stuff, but it doesn't mean that like the eggs and bacon that you ate didn't help you at all. There's no like exam that you have to take when you have breakfast in order to get like the nutritional value. So right. on one hand, I would say like that if you forget it or don't quite understand it, like the Lord can still use scripture to do a work in you. It's not only a mental activity, it's also a physical, emotional, and spiritual one. Uh, so that's the first thing I would say. The second thing I would say is, man, it's discouraging. It's discouraging when like you read and don't really understand it. And I remember that was the first, how, how long have I been a Christian now? Eight years that I've read the Bible that I don't understand it when I read it. Um, there's so many passages that we don't understand. And there's so many things that we miss. But I think I shared this yesterday. Like the Bible, it's written as, it's called meditation literature. It's meant to be something that you read over and over again. It's not meant to be, it's not meant to be like the Hunger Games where you read it through once and you're like, that was a good book. I'm going to read Harry Potter now. No, yeah. the Bible is meant to be something that you, you read it and then you come back to it. Yeah. And you read Matthew this year and the next year you get back to Matthew and you go, Oh man, I didn't notice this or I didn't see that. Or, Oh, now that I know this about Jesus or about the cross, like that shows me so much more. And so it's just meant to be something that gets built up over time. It takes patience. It takes discipline, uh, but it's completely worth it in my mind. 
Yeah, it's good that's stuff, good, guys. Andy. Absolutely. Well, there's some words of wisdom for you guys, a little bit of truth, some nuggets, and just manna for you right there, you guys. That's just like words of heaven, man. Like straight up angel food cake, packed full of protein. Um, you know, guys, I, uh, everyone listening out there, we know there's like 10,000 of you. Um, we just want you to know we love you. We care so much about you. We care about you um, in, in such a way that we want you to thrive. We want you to live a life that is healthy, a life that, that seeks after the God that created you. And one of the ways that God uh, allows us to do that um, and one of the things that we have in our home, in our hands to do that is the word of God. And so I would just challenge you take some time, read it. Maybe it's before you go to bed. Um, maybe that helps you shut off that last binge watch worthy TV show before you crash. Um, maybe it's waking up in the morning. Maybe it's a midday, um, you know, lunch and reading the word, whatever it works, man, get that manna in you, get that word of God in you guys. So anyway, I love you. I care about you. Um, cohorts, you guys have any Last minute word to say? No, wash your hands. <laughs> All right, guys, we love you. Love you. Calvary Monterey's youth ministries meet on Tuesday nights at 6.30 p.m. at Calvary Monterey. Both middle school and high school students are welcome. Come on out. You belong here. And I promise, we don't bite.